Yesterday, I covered the uh, first six sayings of the wise. There are 30. Uh, the first six are in uh, Proverbs 22, and I'm going to read Proverbs 23 today. Now, I had deliberated over this, how to do it, and thought that I might add a lot of commentary to it, but I'm not going to do that. I want to simply put the word of the Lord out there, the wisdom of the Lord out there, and some of these things will hit you right between the eyes, will uh, hit you in the heart, will convict you, will comfort you, will strengthen you. Others, uh, well, you know, you're, you're not ready for those yet. But uh, I'm just going to put them out there for you. And I can tell you that in just reading these, I find that uh, there's repetition. And it makes sense that there's repetition. Because some of the wisdom needs to be spoken twice or three times. But nonetheless, without any further interruption from me, I want to read from the New International Version and Proverbs 23. Proverbs 23. Saying number seven. When you sit to dine with a ruler... Note well what is before you, and put a knife to your throat. If you are given to gluttony, do not crave his delicacies, for that food is deceptive. Do not wear yourself out to get rich. Do not trust in your own cleverness. Cast but a glance at riches, and they are gone, for they will surely sprout wings and fly off to the sky like an eagle. Saying number nine, oh, that was saying number eight, this is saying number nine, do not eat the food of a begrudging host. Do not crave his delicacies, for he is the kind of person who is always thinking about the cost. Eat and drink, he says to you, but his heart is not with you. You will vomit up the little you have eaten, and you will have wasted your compliments, saying number 10. Do not speak to fools, for they will scorn your prudent words. Saying 11. Do not move an ancient boundary stone or encroach on the fields of the fatherless. For their defender is strong, and he will take up their, their case against you. Apply your heart to instruction, is saying 12. 
apply your heart to instruction and your ears to the words of knowledge. Saying 13, do not withhold discipline from a child. If you punish them with the rod, they will not die. Punish them with the rod and save them from death. I do make a little commentary here. I am positive that the wise, the wise person who wrote this, is not telling you to abuse your child, or is not saying that that kind of discipline is a good thing. But true discipline, discipline that is motivated out of love and a desire to see good in your child, is discipline that they need. Make sure that when you discipline, whatever that discipline is, whatever that punishment is, whether it's physical or, uh, you know, a timeout or whatever it, whatever it is, it is done in love. Because children can be exasperating, for sure. So make sure that uh, you discipline in love. Saying 14, my son, if your heart is wise, then my heart will be glad indeed. My inmost being will rejoice when your lips speak what is right. Saying 15, do not let your heart envy sinners, but always be zealous for the will, for the fear of the Lord. There is surely a future hope for you, and your hope will not be cut off. Listen, my son, and be wise, is saying 16. Listen, my son, and be wise, and set your heart on the right path. Do not join with those who drink too much wine or gorge themselves on meat. Reminds you of earlier sayings of the wise. For drunkards and gluttons become poor, and drowsiness clothes them in rags. Saying 17. Listen to your father who gave you life. Do not despise your mother when she is old. By the truth, but buy the truth and do not sell it. So buy the truth and do not sell it. Wisdom, instruction, and insight as well. The father of a righteous child has great joy. A man who fathers a wise son rejoices in him. May your father and mother rejoice. May she who gave you birth be joyful. My son, give me your heart. Let your eyes delight in my ways. For an adulterous woman is a deep pit, and a wayward wife is a narrow well. Like a bandit, she lies in wait and multiplies the unfaithful among men.
saying 19. Who has woe? Who has sorrow? Who has strife? Who has complaints? Who has needless bruises? Who has bloodshot eyes? Those who linger over wine, who go to sample bowls of mixed wine, do not gaze at wine when it is red, when it sparkles in the cup, when it goes down smoothly. In the end, it bites like a snake and poisons like a viper. Your eyes will see strange things and your mind will imagine confusing things. You will be like one sleeping on the high seas lying on top of the rigging. They hit me, you will say, but I am not hurt. They beat me, but I don't feel it. When will I wake up so that I can find another drink? Wow. That was uh, sayings 7 through 19. Next, for our next devotion, we'll finish up the sayings of the wise. I want you to pray with me. Lord, you have asked us that our lives would be a joy to our fathers and our mothers. And Lord, I want to carry that in a little different vein. I pray that our lives are joys to you. I pray that when you look down from heaven and when you examine our hearts, you see us open to your Holy Spirit, open to your righteousness, open to your wisdom. Lord, let us not go in the ways of the world that lead to needless pain and frustration and emptiness in life. Lord, let us fill our lives with what brings you joy. In Jesus' name, amen.